Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. Is time of the essence when you're investing? We're grateful that we get to welcome you to another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we get to share techniques, thoughts, tools, tips, and truths that we all need. We all deserve. Me, you, everyone. Even me? Even you. Awesome. Even you, Ken Decker. So that we can turn our house into home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible. So, is time of the essence when investing? Usually, either, whether it's to move slower or to move quicker, time is always of the essence. Time well, is always a yeah, thing. Yeah, but time of the essence means move quicker. Okay. So, most of the time, and it's always subjective, like I'm not going to give you an absolute here. Why not? And yet. You usually do. <laughs> and yet, <laughs> what we're going to learn in this episode, if you had chosen not to make time of the essence, say 25 years ago, for argument's mm. sake. You're or, still waiting to make your first investment. Property. Right. Still waiting to invest that you that time has cost you dearly. Cost of lost opportunity. Exactly. Now, if you weren't ready 20, 25 years ago, you didn't have the financial wherewithal, mm-hmm. then it you Didn't. can't do what you can't do. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Nice right. words there, Yetta. Uh-huh. You can't do what you can't do. And so once you're aware of what you want to do, creating a strategy, though, may prepare you much sooner than you would otherwise be. Mm. So therefore, time is, as you say, Ken, always of the essence. Well, because look, when when an opportunity shows, you know, mm. they say haste Haste not, waste not. But there's also don't haste and lose the opportunity. What's the saying for that? I don't remember. Anyways, it's all good. (laughs) The point is, if we sit and wait, sometimes that great opportunity, somebody else gets it. Exactly. And we don't want that to happen to you. So we're going to share some four or five tips that will give you ability to be even more prepared so when the opportunity arises you can jump at it now the first tip is going to be to read the wealth formula if you haven't read the wealth oh, this formula, little book you got on the little book this one's really neat it's got all multiple colored tags sticking out the side and so does this one but only three colors oh. and so what these are if you're listening not watching you might want to watch us because we're probably a little more entertaining when you watch <laughs> probably a little so clients of ours actually have read this book and the two that these books belong to have made significant money through real estate investing. And so what this does is show me their level of preparedness. So they wrote, actually, if you look at these green ones, they actually describe what's on the pages. Yes. Right. And what the they were ones, getting out of that. What they were getting out of that section. So they've taken it and then not only read it for leisure and for fun, because it's a great story, they've actually taken it and identified what steps they need to take. And then not only did they prepare themselves, they took the steps 
Mm-hmm. And they loaned us their books because one has already been on the episode on one of the a couple of the Life Sense Side Track episodes, and the other family is going to come and join us soon. No so way. So I said, Can I borrow your books? Because I like this just blows my mind. They've done a better job of preparing than I think we did. They probably pulled more out of that book than I thought I put into it. it <laughs> It would look that way. So if you're looking for a copy of yours, they are available on the website and you can purchase it and read it. And Kindle as well on as which hard website? Copy, wealth-formula.com yes. and the Decker team website as well as the Double Decker Life website. Really? Yeah. It's on all those places? It is. That's very cool. So time is of the essence. F- F- Rented lips. lips. Can't do anything <laughs> yeah, with don't them. Don't rent. Okay. If you're going to rent, you're helping somebody else build wealth. Yeah. So that's actually part of, like, that was great, Ken, rented <laughs> lips. And there are times and seasons where you're going to want to rent, where it's the right decision. You're only mm-hmm. living in, in a town a short period of time. It may not be the wisest to own, or you're just starting out, or you're saving for your down payment, or you're establishing your preparedness. So there's amazing times to rent. But in yeah. the long haul, the reality is you are buying a house when you're renting. Yeah. It's just whose house are you buying would and, be the question. And maybe it's just me because we're doing a little more focus on investment properties. But I'm not, I, I just find there's more and more people wanting investment properties. So the demand for them is high. It is. They sell quickly. They do. And so you got to be prepared. Because if time is the of the essence, because mm-hmm. when that right property comes up that's in the area you want, the type of property, the condition you want, the numbers work, you need to be ready to go. So one of the first things is, where do you get your down payment? Right. Find the down payment. Maybe if you already own a home, you already believe in investing at least to some degree because you put a roof over your own head and you're not paying anybody else's mortgage, you're paying your own mortgage down. And so- What's happened, if you've certainly bought it in the last two to five to 10 or 15 years, and you haven't used your house as as an ATM machine, we do not recommend- In other words, you haven't remortgaged it and increased the mortgage. For consumer debt, Mm -hmm. right? For things that decrease in value, if you've refinanced it, you've done it so you can invest your money into something else. So if you haven't done it for the wrong reason- or you haven't done it recently for investment purposes, then chances are there's a whole lot of equity sitting in your house. And that's a great place to get your down payment. Not the only place Mm -hmm. and a great place. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think having a backup plan, because a lot of times the Mm -hmm. finances is like, you got to go in unconditional on these things, even Investment properties, Even if they're smaller, not necessarily the bigger buildings right. where you're into Depending commercial lending. Depending on how lending. much demand there is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what if you need more down payment? Where can you find down payment? Well, you want to be thinking about your plans or your options. Where could you maybe get it? Because if you're going in firm, even if you've had a pre-approval, even if everything was lined up, but now the appraisal doesn't come in as high as you hoped it would or you yeah. needed it to, you may require more down payment. Yeah, or the bank might say, hey, you will do it for 20%, but then when you go to 
produce the property and you bought it unconditional and they go, no, actually we need 25 or we need 30%. For that property. So knowing where you're going to come up with that other money. Right. So is it, do you call parents? Do you call grandparents? Do you have friends? Do you have actually, those are probably the least expensive methods. But then you can also, we've got amazing mortgage specialists and private lenders that will give you short-term or long-term money. Even if it's at a higher interest rate, it may still really work well for you. Yeah, because it's going to be a short-term higher interest rate till things get in place. And then you can refinance. Right. Take the time to to spend the time. Time is of the essence. Yeah, because sometimes you don't have the time to do a... 30-day finance clause on a on right. a building. So the seller won't accept it. But mm-hmm. that's what it takes to get cheap money. So right. you use private money, expensive money first, and then refinance out of that. If the numbers still work. So if you're looking for some insight, give us a call because opportunity waits for no person. Can my choice of realtor save me time? Welcome to another episode of Life's Inside Track. We've given you access, free access, Ken keeps reminding me, of over 503 episodes where we share insider tips, real estate wisdom, as well as how to make house home and how to grow wealth through real estate. And so we're excited that we get to do that because you get access to it from home, from the office, or even on the go. So... Having the right realtor, does it really matter? I'm going to say it will save you time and money. Ooh. Ooh. So I'm 100% right? You're actually 100% right. Yes. Right. So in this episode, you're going to learn some things you want to think about and look for in relation to making the choice to make sure You've got the right person journeying alongside you on your real estate investment journey. That's a great thing. And you know what? When we went to buy our first property. Don't get me started. That was a We chose the wrong, Mm -hmm. out of ignorance, we chose the wrong realtor. Mm -hmm. The realtor didn't even own his own house yet. No. And so we weren't getting the best advice on the property that we conditionally bought. Right. Fortunately, we bought it conditionally. In those days, this is 30, I think we didn't even have a kid yet. So We it, did not. We didn't have a kid yet. And so that's <laughs> got to be 37 plus years ago. Wow. Okay, that's a long time ago. And yet, even today, you still want to be aware of why you're choosing, who you're choosing, and what the fact might be that will help you make sure you're choosing well. Yeah. Do they have a great, even if they're newer, do they have a great team behind them? Do they Mm -hmm. have people that have expertise, especially when you get into investment properties, it's a different fish, a different kettle of fish than just buying a residential property to live in. Very different. So the first thing you want to look for is if they don't have personal experience, as long as they have a team behind them that have the experience and somebody can make sure that the numbers are okay. Because if you're buying your first investment property or even your second, you may not necessarily know what specifically to look for and that you're not just looking at one set of numbers. You're not just looking at 
the interest rate or the rate of return or the increase in the property, the mortgage pay down or the cash flow, you're looking at all those numbers. And you're also looking at maintenance cost numbers. You're looking at what can I do to the property to change its current use or its current value. So there's maybe, I don't know, I think I just reamed off seven or eight things Mm -hmm. to think about in relation to numbers. And even when you think about insurance, depending on the type of property you're buying, some property is going to be more costly to insure. So it's not just a maintenance conversation. It Mm. could be, in fact, an insurance. And some properties aren't even very insurable. Well, knowing that insurance costs are rising steeply, and just because the seller had a current policy at a certain price doesn't necessarily mean you can get a policy around Mm -hmm. that price. So that's important. And when you talked about Someone that has experience. Yeah. It's not just experience helping someone buy an investment property, which is valid and important. That's helpful. But also, do they own investment mm-hmm. properties? Do they believe in what you are doing enough to have done it themselves? Right. Because if I don't believe in the thing that I want to do with you or help you with, I don't have the nuances and I don't even have alignment with you. So looking for one of the factors is looking for alignment. Like, do you know this thing that you're helping me with investing in real estate intimately? What did you learn from your experience and what did your clients learn? So you can use the broader experience from not just our own, but from numerous clients. Mm-hmm. So I think there, it's a twofold thinking about experience, experience helping others navigate it and experience navigating it yourself, yeah, if and, at all possible. Yeah, understanding those nuances. Like recently you and I bought, when I say recently, last year we bought an 18-unit right? apartment building. Right. And it just barely cash flows yeah. when we pay the maintenance and different things. But the beauty is it's so under-rented that as tenants move, we will renovate and we will increase the rent significantly because we'll have a renovated apartment and that building value will increase. But it's the long game. It's maybe five, 10 years from now that the tenancies will turn over naturally and we'll be able to increase the price or the value of the building significantly by increasing the income that it receives. Right. Absolutely. And knowing that we were still going to maintain the building, improve the building, make like we've added lighting, we've added proper washers and dryers, we've replaced some flooring, even where we know the rent is too low, right? Even though Mm -hmm. it's not anywhere near market rent, which devalued the property, by doing those things, you give the people that are living there more enjoyment. But even to be able to have this conversation with somebody looking to invest in real estate because you want to talk about not only what makes financial sense, also what makes human heart sense. Yeah, it's so important. It's not just numbers. No, because you, you hear the word slumlord. A mm. slumlord is someone that's a landlord that doesn't really want their tenant in there because they're paying too low. So they just let the maintenance go on the property right. to the point where at some point the tenant goes, oh, I don't want to live here. And they leave, but that—that's not what we're doing. We're—we're we're keeping our building in, in great condition, 
repairing the things that need to be repaired or replacing what needs to be replaced, even if that makes the tenants want to stay longer. Right. And that's a conversation we had to have. Because we're in for the long game. Right. And then one of the things you want to make sure is you have a realtor that is connected. You want to have somebody that can show you and bring you properties beyond only what's on the MLS. If all we're doing is bringing the MLS, that's good. I mean, that's a, that's a good starting spot and it's not the ending spot. So of course you want somebody that's on top of MLS, can set up a custom search for you and make sure that you're not having to go through old data because you're looking on the third party websites like realtor.ca, but somebody that's setting up a custom search that gives you almost minute to minute new listings, but also that they're actually connected enough to bring you properties that aren't on the MLS. Mm -hmm. Because there's there's only a certain number of realtors that do a lot of multifamily properties. So sometimes if someone's looking for something specific, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to call my colleagues in different real estate companies that I know, basically they have a portfolio of owners of multifamilies. And they might know that one of those owners is maybe thinking about selling right. a property. And, and then also your clients, because we do a lot of investing in real estate, we have access to clients. And so we may personally know somebody that's making a move shortly and be able to introduce that <coughs> to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so when you're picking your professional is not the time to try and save money, although you don't really pay on the buyer side, but you do on the seller side. Yeah. I remember my dad lost a fortune when he chose inexpensive accountants yeah. and lawyers for his business that he owned. Mm-hmm. And it ended up costing him money in the end yeah. rather than paying the for the expertise. Right. Is quick access important in this market? We're excited that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you, not only selling and buying real estate and investing, also helping you strengthen, heal, and flourish in your relationships, both in relation to real estate and the rest of your life. And so really 30 years of helping you build your life, your business, and your home can 100%. It's important to have Quick, 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 quick. Can I use say this enough? <laughs> quick, 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 quick. <laughs> not like the chocolate quick drink. Like Nestle quick? No, not like Nestle quick. Oh. Just quick access to new properties coming onto the market. Mm. Even if some of them are going to have a delay of offer date, it's still essential to have quick access. Excellent. 100%, Mr. Decker. Awesome. Thanks. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to learn in this show? Well, in this episode, we're going to learn why jumping into investing fast may not be reckless. Because I think often when I think about moving fast, too fast, because in the past, more than now, I would sometimes speak before I thought. I would sometimes purchase before I had analyzed. I would jump too fast and hurt myself. Mm. So, yeah, we want to be prepared to move fast. Right. We want, if you're going to drive your car fast, you want to have good brakes. You want to have good tires. You want to make sure your steering connections are solid. You want a mechanic to verify your car before you drive it fast. When I took mine on the track, 
I took it to a mechanic first and made yeah. sure I got enough brakes. Exactly. For that day on the track. Precisely. So if you want to invest in real estate, you want to be positioned to act super duper quick, super fast when the right one comes up. Because if you're not prepared, and we'll often get this call from new investors in the industry that haven't been working with us for a long time, or we don't know them at all. They're just calling because they've heard someone else has done well with us, or um, they just know that we know what we're doing when it comes to investing. Oh, oh! so if right? somebody wanted to work with us, what should they do? Oh, they should give us a call. Um, <laughs> or they could email us. And the phone number is 613-860-4663. And 4663 actually spells home if you're on an old-fashioned phone. And you don't just see numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Or they can give us an email together at deckerteam.com. And Decker is two Ks. If you know, we've been spouting it for a long time. We're not the CK Deckers. No, we're, we're the not. KK Deckers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> so if you're looking for even just to have an initial consultation, the great news is there's no cost to you for that, except the investment of your time. And since we've been more restricted in terms of access to seeing each other's faces. We've gotten really, really good at Zoom conversations. We could have the initial consultation consultation about investing or the thought of maybe investing mm-hmm. on a Zoom conference call. Yeah, it might be the best 45 minutes you spend. It might be. So once you've got your financing. Right. And you then find your expert or your, your experienced person, your person that, that you, you feel you can trust. trust. Yep. And that has a team. I don't think in the previous segments, we didn't talk about you actually, part of the reason you want experience is because they'll have a team of people that they work with all the time that do all the things that you need done to go along with being able to move super quick. Hmm. The other thing that's going to allow you to move super quick is to be on top of the market. So having that search set up by us where we're sending you properties, not just what they're listed at, but what they sell for when they come up and they sell, then you are monitoring those properties. You're monitoring what kind of uh, income they had on those properties, what they sold for, what the, you know, we might calculate the cap rate, or some people might say we just need it to cash flow or we want it to just break even. Some people are even okay with it losing a a couple hundred dollars a month because they know technically they're not losing. There, that's where I was going with that. Just cash flow. Right. Cash flow is very different than loss of money because if my tenants are paying a thousand dollars more than my um, expenses, I wasn't thinking expenses. I was thinking in relation to the actual pay down of the mortgage. So as they're paying down the mortgage, even though it might not cash flow, you're still earning money every month because Mm -hmm. your mortgage is being paid off. Yeah. If your mortgage payment is say $2,000 and your rent's 2,400, but when you add your taxes and insurance, you're at 2,600, you're 200 in the whole a month, which means you need to write a check. Right. But it's kind of like putting money into your RSP or other investments every month, $200, because if the mortgage is 2000 about 1000 of that is principal pay down. Right. 
So instead of putting $1,000 in your bank account, you write 200 and you actually put 800 in your bank account of your investment property. That was better explained than I was doing. I was tripping <laughs> all over my tongue and yeah. I hadn't even gone for a fall. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe someone's going to be able to put properties in front of you before they hit the market. Right. Which is important. And we talked a little bit about that in a previous segment. And it's really about connections, both in the real estate world, as well as in the private world, I was going to say, but outside of organized real estate, that they can actually bring to you properties before everybody else is exposed to them. Mm -hmm. There's value in that. Yeah. And recently, we helped someone who put an offer in on a property who didn't have traditional financing in place, had a large down payment, but couldn't get traditional financing. So knowing that he's good to go to plan B or C, which is private money. Yep. And knowing who to connect with and how to make it happen fast. Mm -hmm. Because it's not, most of the time we can do it. Like it's doable. It's just at what cost. Right. And so once you know all the information, when a property comes on the market, you can drop everything and go see it. Or in some cases, I've sold multifamily properties yeah. without seeing it. Because a lot of times when you're, when you, especially if it's a bigger multifamily, they won't let you see the apartments until you have an accepted offer. Then, mm -hmm. the, then the owner is going to take you through every unit. And that's why we bought our last one. We bought it conditional on finance and, and seeing the units. Mm -hmm. So we bought it sight unseen. And I'm seeing that in the little duplexes and things. Where they come on the market, there's pictures. So people are buying it before the 24 hours notice to get a showing on it. It's coming up sold because an investor is buying it sight unseen. Right. And as long as you know what you're doing and you have somebody on your side that can help you navigate that, it may, well, often it's still a really, really wise choice, sight unseen. I never mm -hmm. thought I'd be saying that when I started in the industry 33 years ago. I bought cars sight unseen. Mm -hmm. We bought houses sight unseen. Pictures are amazing. Yeah. And if you trust the person on the, the other side. Right. If you're working on it. So knowing your numbers, knowing the expert, and knowing what you're willing, what risks you're willing to take makes all the difference in moving forward with wisdom. Yeah. So you'll move safe and effectively, but quickly. So we're grateful to be your partners on the journey, building wealth, wisdom, and work. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.